0: Last weekend, I had an opportunity to go to one of the uh, local gambling establishments. It's called Mystic Lake. It's one of the biggest casinos in the area. It's it's based in the metropolitan area of the Twin Cities. There's there's a large number of tribal casinos in outstate Minnesota, uh, but but there's nothing as big and as as kind of grandiose as as, as Mystic Lake. That's where all the money is. I've tried to. I've tried to estimate how much money they bring in on a daily basis, um, and I think it's got to be somewhere in the five to ten million dollars a day, like at least a day. Yeah, a day. So all from craps. Uh, so you're 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 getting to the the thunder of the story a little oh. bit uh, ahead of schedule, but that's okay. the 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 thing that I wanted to bring up first of all is when you walk into the casino. It's different now because it's actually almost a breath of fresh air. Whereas a year ago, you used to walk into the, used to walk into there, and it used to just, you used to get this blast of smoke,
1: and like you knew that you were in a casino that still allowed Uh smoking, right? Kind of like that, like the old-fashioned or the classic walk into a Vegas casino smell. Exactly.
2: Some of these old casinos, where or restaurants for that matter, you walk into and they haven't. They haven't had smoking in there for 15 years, but like, it still feels like there was some yes. cigarette smoked yesterday. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. In addition to that, however, once you got past like the entryway, which you could tell they put a lot of thought into, because there's a lot of stuff going on. As soon as you get 30 or 40 feet into the casino, slot machine mechas, right? It's just slot machine, and that's fine because that's how they make a ton of their revenue because they don't pay out very well. Which is okay too because when you win, you win, you win big and you, you know this as a gambler going in. I worked for a gentleman, uh, this is probably 20 years ago, and he challenged me. He was like, have you ever walked into a casino and noticed the people playing slot machines with smiles on their faces? <laughs> so the next time any of the listeners go into a casino, and challenge you to look at the people who are playing slot machines it looks like they're the most miserable people on the entire planet. <laughs> I do this every time. I walk up and down. Unless they just like, want a jackpot. They're there, literally. Even
2: then. E- I. Yeah, like, they're just waiting for someone. Now that. I have, like, oh I have oh to my wait God. for a hand pay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oftentimes they're just drinking a drink, smoking a cigarette, like hoping their anxiety or life problems go away. And they're literally just brain dead, tapping a button, spending one dollar, five dollars a spin, and just just passing the time along. It's it's mm-hmm. it's kind of depressing. So as I sat down and like started playing the slot machine, I'm like just trying to smile the whole time. Like anytime walk, someone walks by, I'm just choosing like, Hey, <laughs> nice to see you And actually that's even more strange than just walking by a bunch of folks that are now fortunately what they do is they put these bright colors all around the area they may put a they might put a blackjack area or roulette table somewhere near so that you can hear people actually having fun but the slot machines are just meant for i think passing time or despair
2: what do you suppose it's like like for some of these people who uh have this you know the slot machine on their on their phones still like, gives it the same, th- <laughs> the same thing. Just I've I've actually yourself. witnessed that, and yeah, it's it's it's
1: the same thing he's talking about. If you see someone playing a slot machine on their phone, they're not gonna smile if they win big, and whether it's because they don't win real money or they might just be passing the time because no one no one's gonna play slot machines on their phone and it's win just work. Win ten thousand dollars in you know, thick cash and be like, yay!
2: If if playing slot machines is work and you're doing it on yourself, like, are there people that are just like, you know? sitting at the bar ignoring their friends just like typing some stuff on word or like doing like a spreadsheet just cuz like oh, I got to do work.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's bad news, I'm telling you. Next yeah. time you go in, take a look at what the slot machine players are doing and it's not great. And and one of the one of the biggest slot machine players that I've I've ever met in my life, Joe, who just loves <laughs> slot machines. I'd love to get Joe's take on it. So Joe, what Oh wait,
1: Joe's not here today. Oh. Joe's not here today. I'm not the absent one? You're not the absent one this time. So when Joey said Joey out, this time he actually meant it.
0: Well, I mean, he he kind of forecasted it in the last episode. Or right at or the, the end.
1: last 20 something weeks. That's true. We got to be close to
2: 30 though. Yeah, yeah, 27. 27. Uh, 28, sorry. Okay. Oh wow. Well, in Joe's he had, ad- he had some PTO saved up.
1: Though. That's true. Good yeah. point. He did uh, almost deserve it. We're, uh, we're the, happy he's using it. So in in Joe's absence, though, him. we did we
0: did get a qualified replacement. and yeah, we did. In uh, in Tyler, Tyler, welcome to the to the podcast this this evening.
3: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Are you a big
0: slot machine guy?
3: You know, I'm not a huge slot machine guy, but uh, let's say the tables aren't going too hot. You know, maybe I put 20 in the slot machine just to okay. Pass so the 20 is me 20,
0: you're gonna pass. I mean, when you say pass the time, you're talking about five to six minutes at
3: pretty much. And by that point, I'm ready to hit the tables again. Okay. I will say this: I, I,
1: I wholeheartedly agree with that. Gambling.
2: Actually. This this Tyler is is in on the gambling. I we take an annual trip to. Well, there's lots of different groups. We take annual trips to Vegas with. Tyler's one of them, and uh, with this particular group of folks, uh, first trip wins MVP. I mean, he's of he's, he's Vegas. MVP, oh, of the, of, of of the gambling. Of the group, of the, well, just of the, the whole trip. It, it takes the gambling, you know. It takes Wait, how the, do you win
0: MVP of an entire trip? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, complete, kinda...
2: it's completely subjective. It just depends on, like, what materializes.
0: And are, are you the only one voting on this?
3: Oh, it's all the participants who went. Oh, got it.
0: Did yeah. you get an award?
3: You know, I didn't get an award, but uh, in spirit, I felt it for sure. You yeah, did? Yeah, yeah definitely. Wow.
0: So when you say the gambler, the thing that that, that it brings uh, uh, me to is on the golf course or on a softball field or actually anywhere where you're just being kind of deliberately dumb and you're like, you know what? I spent $40 tonight on beer. I'll bet you $40 that this guy takes two strikes before he. Gets a double. Three to one. That's kind of ridiculous gambling I'm generally ready for.
2: But I'm following the logic, yeah. Yeah. Like just, you know, no matter what it is, just start to take bets on stuff. Prop betting. Be able to uh,
3: be able to just Prop make betting. it through the event. Yeah, whatever it
0: is. And, like, start giving odds. Start giving, like, realistic odds on just random things happening.
3: Right. You know, like NBA playoffs come around. Uh, one of my buddies and I, when we're watching the games, fourth quarter free throws we'll bet on the free throws. Does he, miss him? does he miss one or two, or does he hit them both? That's a fun one. And depending on the player. Right, so if we get a big center up there who's not a great shooter, you know, DeAndre Jordan or something like that, you know, it might be, you know, one, you know does he miss one free throw? We'll do plus 125. What on is it
0: rate. about gambling that, like, that we just have to
1: have to bet on things? I think it's just another fun aspect. You think it just adds to the Yeah, I think you can you take something you enjoy and it just it kinda puts some stakes to it and it kind of it can make it more enjoyable or it can make it kind of
2: a hell date. Brandon, your old boss's boss at your last job. Did you ever go to a twins game with him? Probably.
0: I feel like this is the leading I think I feel like you already know the answer to this. And I should know the answer to this.
2: There was there were enough of them that I can't ever recall time and who was there, but Oh, okay first time it was ever like not like the whole company event it was you know just a, just a group. a group yeah and immediately out come the cards you know and you've got the <laughs> you've got the you know all right, we got spades all right who's taking? you know whatever, right who's in right and you got the and then and then for him like it wasn't enough that we just had you know just one suit going it's all right who wants to who wants to start going in let, let's do hearts too you know and this is the game at baseball where it's who, who makes the last out of the inning well You know, for him, it was like, wow, let's do like the second to last out, like with with hearts. Who wants in on that? Everybody put a dollar in. All right, I'm gonna go get some beers. Let's come back. Let's get three of them going. But yeah, I mean, that like all of a sudden, you're not watching the game anymore. You're not having to worry about like what you're talking. Like that's just all right. Now we're focused on this. So that that kind of reminds me.
1: That reminds me of isn't that kind of why you didn't like fantasy sports? Because fantasy sports is kind of like gambling
2: in a way. In a way, the only reason I didn't like fantasy sports is because I didn't like it. As a fan of, of one particular team, so this, this is football, as a fan of the Vikings, being somewhere with, with the guy who would say, oh, I hope the Vikings win, but I hope Favre throws for three touchdowns against us today. Nope, fuck you. Nope, that's not how this works. No. <laughs> so,
1: so would it not be different if someone was like, yeah, I hope the Vikings win, but I'll bet you $20 Brett Favre throws three touchdowns.
2: Now, see, that, that that's – Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That uh, yeah. I mean, but I can jump on either side of that. Nice. I just I didn't want the fan that wants to win but also wants to like have their opponent do really well in certain areas. Nah, enough. Congrats
0: nice. on Connor having his third good point on the twenty seven <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, I
2: thought you were gonna say it tonight. No, that's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you've met the criteria to be anointed as an actual host. Oh, finally. Yeah. It took me long enough. <laughs> you've you've been credited with <laughs> <laughs> One-tenth of a PTO day, which as far as paid time off is concerned, that'd be uh, rough to calculate since we're not paying anyone. Sorry, Tyler.
3: Right. I feel scammed at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are some of the, do you guys remember any silly bets that you've made? I mean, I'm thinking of things like, uh, uh, so games that we've played through the years like uh, like Beard Eye or like Drunk Olympics.
1: Oh, you know, you played Beard die.
2: That's, yeah, oh, that's. I didn't. Tyler, yeah. have you ever won seven dollars and seventy-five cents in a in a single bet?
3: I have actually. Uh, just the last, you know, a couple weekends ago. <laughs> what did? Uh,
2: what what? What was the? Uh, what was the scenario?
3: You know, we after a, a long period of drinking, we enter some bar in in Iowa City, and uh, there's a couple glasses on the table, and there's a glass with an ominous liquid. Uh, and you know, Brad, you just throw out seven seventy five to drink that, and I don't think I've done something so <laughs> fast did, in my you life didn't before. didn't think about it. It was up and down. It was gone. Wow. Okay. So I see when when the
1: topic of silly bets came up, I was thinking more of like I've bet fifty dollars on the color of Gatorade that gets dumped on the coach at the Super Bowl, but not So proba- like that.
2: probability bets, not not dares. Yeah, oh, dares. They're, they're different ones. Ah, that's, okay. that's more of a challenge, but it's still like. I was making the bet on whether was Well, yeah, yeah. You were gambling that he wasn't going <laughs> to do it. The return was zero. If yeah, he, fair enough. That's true. Like, is
0: that That's is a uh, that's a dare,
2: not a it's bet. A, yeah, yeah.
0: But still. But yeah. still. But, but your Tyler took were his life into think that hands.
2: <laughs> 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 what if it was kerosene,
3: you know? Maybe. Or, or
0: the, I, I think the worst thing that you could take a sip of at a bar is someone's chew.
3: So oh. th- 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 that's a great point. You know, I I went to school in North Dakota. I'm pretty sure you know 80 percent of the population up there choose anyways. And you would know the glass. The glass was you know I could tell there was nothing in there. People yeah.
2: choose in these days. That's that's another good point. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But you would have felt that sting like right away. Exactly.
0: I think you know after <laughs> and you would like, have been like 775 <laughs> is not worth the price of admission on
3: this. After the first gulp, I kind of knew it was a little bit of water, maybe some vodka in there, and it wasn't—you know—it wasn't, you know, wasn't going to be a problem.
0: And the seven seventy-five was like, yes,
3: and nope. it was instant—you know, was instant, instant
0: gratification
3: with the Venmo sent right Boom. over.
0: <laughs> wow. So, so Tyler, you're 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 from the area. You were letting me know before the show. You're you were a bit of an athlete. You might still be a bit of an athlete. That's. Uh... Uh, that's okay, but you played some tennis, you played some baseball growing up, is that right?
3: Yep, a lot of baseball as a kid, you know, since I was, you know, maybe 10. Played all the way through, I was 18 at that point. And then, you know, tennis at the at the final year of high school, uh, which was a great time to uh, play a sport that, you know, being JV as a senior, it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought
0: that uh, I, I tried tennis after playing baseball my entire life, sure. and I felt like every time that I... Uh, caught the serve and and hit the ball over the fence behind the person that just served. uh, I felt like just walking that off, right? Like that was the right that was that was generally the the experience so i could never i mean t- it's a lot different than swinging a baseball bat
3: right my uh you know my partner he did the same thing played baseball with him you know my you know my whole life and we were doubles partners and when he would launch one over you know the, the back fence he just yelled dinger and we're playing against you know 10th <laughs> grade kids he'd just go dinger and launch one just to make him go get the ball if we needed a break or something
0: and uh racket flip and then oh, just walk over racket a flip. lot of yeah. Racket flips, right yeah. yeah for sure that's what I like use.
2: joey bat style
0: yeah, but I think there's a cool way to. Uh, I mean, don't, I mean, no, no offense to that. I'm just thinking about like how you be how you're cool playing tennis, right? Like so, like there's a way that you can like slam the tennis racket and like, like, like catch it again on the handle. There's some sure. there's some cool things you can do with the tennis you know, racket, think, right? Some yeah. swag.
3: Yeah, I mean, like you know, you hit a good shot. Maybe you kind of shoot where you where the ball landed. You yeah. Know? Yeah, or you know, the balls on the ground, you do a cool pickup. You know, I with always the thought tennis players should should have
0: adapted the basketball shorts mantra instead of like, because they never went away from the high shorts, right? They it's all about
3: ever, like the uber like quick mobility, right? Yeah, you need to have the the quick flex. You need you can't yeah. have anything. Yeah, but I feel like down. Allen
0: Iverson was quick in basketball shorts. Like he didn't need tennis. Like he could have been quicker, and his crossovers would have been meaner in high shorts. I don't
1: know. Yeah, but then people would be getting I, disrespected I by a man in high shorts, which would have been way worse. Could go, you imagine getting stepped over by some dude wearing high shorts? I'd be, in, I would, I'd go, retire.
2: Go take a look at like Jordan's rookie year. Like, I mean, like Kiki Vanderway, like that dude was like seven two, and he had shorts that were about I mean, this big. I mean, but that's what
0: I'm saying. It never caught on in tennis. No, you're right. I don't, and I don't know that it has to do with the aerodynamics of a tennis player. Do you think?
2: I think that that's a aerodynamics of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's uh, I don't. Maybe it's a, maybe it's just a looking good factor. I don't know. Did you have like sort of an agassi look? Did you go with like a like a bandana? Oh. I did
3: wear a bandana, the uh, you know, one where you would tie it in the back. Oh, I like uh, like that. A, a Rafael Nadal yeah. look, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I definitely think tennis is a sport. Look was good, feel good, was good, Nadal feel, the, the one to... that
0: hit that young lady in the face on a <laughs> yes. on a return serve? <laughs> oh, that was him, right? i think so 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 there was a return serve where he he hit one of the side like kids that that run across and and i think pick up the balls right and he hit her right in the face and then he went over and gave her a hug and it was like everyone thought it was so sweet that was
2: recent that wasn't a doll but yeah no that was he got he got a lot of uh, he got a lot of likes for that
0: he did yeah i've actually found it kind of creepy yeah uh, oh, but, but
2: it was a little bit of a lingering hug. Yeah. It was a
0: little bit of a sweaty lingering. And then hug. she's
2: like writing her number on his hand and she didn't that look like part, she was happy about it. Right. Yeah. He's like, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah, all the threads were talking about whether he did it on purpose or not. Not really.
2: I don't, Okay.
1: That'd be a little much saying He did something like that on purpose.
2: That's a good question though, because like, think about like certain things that are very precision in sports. Pitching precision. Uh, Ping-pong, good Lord, right? Yeah. But then, like, but then there are certain things, like I've thought about it before, like I know you can, I mean, golf, like these guys are like spinning this ball with right. the club. Like I, I mean, baseball, like, eh, yeah, I was, you know, I was just trying to make contact and I hit a home run to left field or something. <laughs> that, that doesn't, it seems like, like with tennis and with baseball, maybe that's a little bit less precision. Yeah. I don't know. Like what's completely, the precision factor?
0: Yeah, completely disagree on that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if so, so baseball, if you have a, if you have a guy who you know is a fat who just throws a lot of heat, mm-hmm. and so he's got a fastball and a changeup, and that's his, that's the pitcher that you're facing. That's his arsenal. That's his arsenal. Right. Then, then you are shifting your weight based on when his delivery comes, and when if the ball's inside or outside. If if he throws, if you if you think he's gonna throw you an outside pitch, you know that you're not gonna pull that ball over the I'll left field. Give, I will
2: give you directional. In tennis, you're putting a ball on a line in a very small box. Now, granted, you know where you're throwing the ball, so you know exactly where where it's going to be. I'll give you that. But like, and you're hitting. In baseball, you're hitting like a you know 95 mile an hour pitch, right? But these guys, if you were that precision, that precise, you would get a base hit. See, Tyler, I feel like you need to educate him because
0: like the serves are coming at you how fast.
3: I mean, I played JV tennis, so they re- they really weren't coming in too hot. But, you know, watching some of the varsity counterparts, I mean, they come in, you know, close to 100 miles an hour at that level. I'm sure, um, 100 miles an hour. Right. Oh, really? right At which tennis is, ball? Yeah. So, and I think, you know, hitting that, that tennis ball when, you know, baseball, you have that trajectory, you know, it might be coming slightly down on the plane towards the batter's box. But in tennis, people have so many different serves. The plane changes so often. And then, as well as like the range of what you have to, you know, get or cover, um, you know, that I'm not I'm not trying to
2: take make, like make a take here. What I'm saying is like, in tennis, when I'm returning a serve or a hit, I've got a very finite space to put it into, and they mostly put it there. In baseball, yeah. I've, got, I've got a whole bunch of. I think in baseball, area, though, you got to make contact. I I yeah. I
0: hear what you're saying,
2: There's but I think
0: it's it. better related to something like kickball sure where where the ball's coming in at 10 20 miles an hour and you have an entire field to use there and and you can you can wait literally five seconds to decide where you're going to kick this thing sure okay or or maybe even in i guess even in football as a as a quarterback if you're throwing the ball downfield like you, you you do have to fit it into an area but if you have a receiver who's six six and a cornerback who's five
2: six yep
1: you can throw it in the general vicinity well then you're playing high school
2: football well, if i that's mean the- that's what i love those shots and football from uh where where they're behind the the quarterback play on the offensive side and you see like quarterbacks like throwing it to a spot this guy's like 14 yards away when you when you decide that's where you're going like those are those are incredible. That's precision. It's one that, of the, yeah. That's a that's a throw that Tom
3: Brady makes in his sleep, right? And, right. And,
2: and Kirk Cousins is trying to figure it, figure it out.
3: But Kirk Cousins I, is playing at an MVP. I, I won't take the Kirk Cousins slander while I'm out. Of yeah. I'm, yeah. While I'm while I'm amazing. appearing, I'm not going to take. i slander. I'm
1: I'm one of the biggest Kirk Cousins doubters or haters in the world, and even no, I think he's playing at a no no. You you'd be surprised, dude. So I've had blood out for that dude since the first game, but right now I love him.
3: I, I think I have to bring up, you know, a situation that Brad posed, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Brad said that he would rather take Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins. Zero chance. Yeah. Wow. I, I, <laughs> I still a... stand behind
2: it. Kirk. I, yeah, not not feeling Cousins. No. Wow. Kirk Cousins threw a nine-yard backwards pass out of bounds last week, and he did it on purpose. He just he's. I don't like he did it <laughs> I, I don't like his happy feet and here's here's where it's gonna get us into trouble he's when things are good and you know we're up or like you know there's not a lot of pressure he's 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 a he is more than serviceable more than serviceable when there's no pressure on when there's pressure on him and I'm not talking about like game pressure I'm talking about like pocket pressure he he's just he's 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 I would not, agree. He's under not pressure. Reliable. He is he's, not and, a great and, quarterback. And so, therefore, I'm looking down. I'm looking, you know, down the line. If we get into a situation where we need to count on him in a in a playoff type game, we're not going to be able to do it because he he's he's for me all the stats. I mean, he he's he's more than over the top with regular regular game stats. But like when it comes down to that crunch time, he is so, the quintessential not going to be able to to get us there. So
1: I I agree with you to a point, but. Under pressure, I mean, I think of, like, the biggest pressure moments, I'd say, are, like, playoffs. You know, you're facing pressure. Like, you mess up, your season's done. Mm-hmm. And what kind of what kind of shed a little light on his ability to perform under pressure, at least in my eyes, was uh, the last time we faced the Saints. And he was – it was the last driver's overtime when he threw it downfield, the uh, – Adam Thielen, he wasn't, it wasn't a super clean pocket. He was still under pressure and he was able to deliver. I think it's more of an, uh, I think he just needs a little time before pressure shows because traditionally, at least in the past few years, he hasn't, he and any other quarterback for the Vikings have had zero help up front. So
0: I think it's pretty well known across the NFL if you have adequate protection and you're in the pocket for three or four seconds, that you're going to be a pretty good quarterback. So mm-hmm. by uh, default, I, I, I think that I think, His turtling, that, though. I think like that I, I think the fact that the Vikings in particular offensive line has improved a little bit this year has helped him in a tremendous way, but it's still Brad to your point does not make him anywhere in the same neighborhood as a uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, well, Lamar that's, Jackson, that's, that's t- <laughs> Matt Stafford. Okay. Fine. Uh, he just he just is not in any of those. Categories. I will admit, and Tyler,
2: right. I'll give you a second to, to. But I'll admit, like my my statement there is emotional and probably not incredibly. I don't know. Salient, but I would at the same time like yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm, right.
0: I'm agreeing more with you. Okay. I think than disagreeing because I feel like in a tight game in a game where he is under pressure he is not going to have he's the not. escapability of any of those pre-mentioned quarterbacks yep. and make the plays
2: he's not going to escape and tackles. sometimes you just want to say just give us a
3: chance
2: just you know like ah,
3: yeah right and he's not an elite quarterback i think you know we are all on the same page there but i do think you know if you take he's slightly above average in terms of the quarterback absolutely yeah, agree know, right and you know Brad if you came into this season you know let's say you had $100 on the Kirk Cousins is in clutch, you know, in that stock. Uh, from what you've seen this year, how many games has Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter let us down to at least attempt a field goal to win the game? Every
2: game. Every Right, game. so
3: does that, you know, would you would you say How many you know,
2: games should we have been in that scenario? I mean, I, are we a better team? That's another team great at? point. I don't know. I mean, so I, with
0: any team, again, just, yeah. There's kind not of a team in, in the Vikings here, but you could argue that with almost any team that has a, has a, sure. has a number I'm of I'll close I'll go games. back to the fact that, like, Cincinnati's his, had a bunch of close games this year, Baltimore, Indianapolis, all of them have had a number of close games this year.
2: I hold against Kirk Cousins, fair or not. One, that he drives a minivan, but two. <laughs> does he really? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two, that. I bagged <laughs> his groceries yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was that was uh, Kyle Stanley. Oh, that's uh, right. Sorry. Um, I, I I think you know he, Kirk Cousins' contract being so debilitating, and this is probably more the GM's fault. His contract being so debilitating, we are not getting, I mean, we are not getting the value for what we invested in that person who prevents us from getting more protection. From that would, him. Uh, so that, it's so rare for that, that anyone piece. To that live piece up I to would, contract. I would.
0: Um, I don't know. You look I, at Kirk Cousins' contract against the other Would you rather have NFL. Kirk
2: Cousins and his contract or Jared Goff and his contract? Which means that you'd have other way better players. I don't know. If well, Jared Goff. could You take him one off, but you you take. You I'd take, rather have his frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. You if would. <laughs> you take if you take <laughs>
0: quarterbacks contracts across the league, Kirk Cousins isn't isn't in a bad spot actually as it relates to at the time relates uh, to uh, value uh, yeah, but, in today uh, yeah. like at, no, that's like fair. today. That's fair. That's fair. So. So I think it's a great segue into talking through kind of new releases coming out, especially from a football <laughs> perspective, because Kirk Cousins is not involved in a uh, number of the new releases. So there's a there's a couple of really I cool, wish that he was newly released. couple cool series coming out. One is the um, one that was recently released. Is absolute football, which Connor has not been a fan of over the years. Until
1: now. Now I'm starting to like it more. They're
0: finally starting to change it up. But it's the same product. It's, it's the same product. It's okay, still the kaboom, yeah.
1: and it's still like. I've tools always liked of the, the kaboom. The kaboom is kind of what made me start to like it. There's, I just didn't like how, all right, we're going to throw the bottom of a cleat that this dude looked at once into a card, and then that's it. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but no, I'd rather. But when there's cards that have game use of, like. Uh, panini playbook years ago had the dirt stains on the jerseys that they wore in game which was super cool now it's like hey nike just made this cleat we just cut it up and put it in a card there's no like personal the other more significant uh
2: sorry like sand trap sand anyways keep going i think that's
1: the sand trap was the the other uh
0: the other release that's coming out is flawless collegiate so everything there numbered to twenty-five or less. We're and, huge and, fans and, of flawless. And uh, up until this year, which is really weird because I don't, I don't really like the draft class all that much,
1: but the collegiate stuff, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm starting to get into. You're starting to like it. I think you're starting to like patches more and more. Because I, I saw, I saw that you had opened a national treasures collegiate, and you had a little bit of a. A Zach Wilson poll that had a little bull patch on it, and I think that kind yeah. of lit a fire under you. I think you're starting to appreciate that a little more. Well,
0: and 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 continuing to be more and more involved in terms of watching and and paying attention to college football mm-hmm. and seeing where these kids came from and how they evolve into the NFL has has probably made me a little bit more invested in in um, in what's going on there. I don't know, but the collegiate products are. Are really nice this year. National Treasures at twelve hundred a box, um, or eleven $1, hundred. I mean, depending on where you go, seven autographs.
1: Oh, there's seven autographs now
0: in an yeah. NT. and NT. Wow. Yeah, it's actually a, a really good. So, product. what do
1: you what do you think is the better value here? You get how many cards come in the flawless case? I think there's like five or six in the pack, and then you have the three encased ones, and that's right. got to be what isn't isn't that close to Twenty-two hundred a box usually. Uh, I bet the collegiate this year is probably closer to three. Yeah. So, so would, would you would you rather be paying twelve hundred a box yeah. for NT with 100%. seven autos, yeah. than the flawless, even with yeah. the encase cards? Okay. Yeah. Unless I had a billion dollars, you wouldn't be sitting here right now if you had a billion dollars. Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. I'd just be sitting here with a billion dollars. So.
0: Um, that's the only difference. You're right. I wouldn't be sitting here if I didn't have a billion dollars. What? Yeah. Think about that for a minute. (laughs) That
1: That made no sense, All right. Anyways.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Think about it. it. I like it. Be my, be my friend. (laughs) Be my friend. So we have a substitute participant in the, uh, in the game. Oh yeah, so so, so Tyler, oh, Tyler right. gets to participate yeah, Tyler, in wait Joey's till you get spot. to participate, and here. Tyler. You
2: you. It's fine because Joey sucks at this game. You anyways. are a regular, uh, you are a regular listener to this to this. Right. Game, so you you know how this game works. Yep. Um. Yeah. So this will be fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna cover the uh, and and I you know you've probably heard me say this. We're gonna get a, a song and a name for it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna encounter – As soon as you get your third win, I will have you a jacket made. And you're, we're going to start doing, like, patches for it. Is stuff. he at zero? I'm at one. No, he's at two. Oh,
1: am I at two? Yeah. Oh.
2: Brandon has five wins. Right, well, Joey has five wins. Mm-hmm. Connor has two wins. Tyler in one game could, could could half you here. Or you could take a step <laughs> hey, closer if you, to tying these guys up. I now I want to like win today
1: just because you mentioned the jacket. And I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to get you a jacket. I feel like uh, I have a uh, significant advantage. Yeah, because you're ancient.
2: Yeah. It's not our fault. You remember old stuff. I think, yeah. You're ancient. Yeah, congratulations.
1: You know what year stuff happened before we were thought of. (laughs) Yeah. I hope he asked what year air was made. Oh, well. (laughs) Try that. (laughs) Yeah, because you were around back then. Right. (laughs) 1714.
2: All right. Uh, So, uh, like I said, Brandon and Joey have five wins each, Connor with two all-time points. Very, very close. Brandon, you are one point behind Joey, so you can overtake him today. Well, Tyler,
0: listen, I'll give you 10 to 1 odds. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joey won't. Go. Joey won't win.
2: I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get you betting before the end of the day. Um, all right, so we'll get started here. Um, I what did we say? The order is there an order? Yep, there is. Uh, you are first in round one. Connor is first in round two. Tyler, you are first in round three. Very if good. there is a tie break round, Brandon, you will go first again. All right, so this, this, uh, this week we're coming up on the World Series here. About to start. Oh, do not give him that. World Series is the category. So here we go. Round one. Brandon, having previously won the World Series with the Cincinnati Reds of the National League, in what year did Sparky Anderson become the first manager to win a World Series title as a manager in both the National and American League? Um,
0: so, as the Tigers' coach, or as the Reds' coach, as the Reds,
2: well, it, this would this would be the Tigers. Oh, okay, yep, got it. So, when did he win the World Series that gave him now both a a National and American League title as manager? Shoot! And you know what? If you uh, if you were around for the last episode, and you went back and you thought about the uh, the movie that you were talking about, mm-hmm. the answer is. Within. Oh, thanks for thanks for helping him out with the first question. But but the fact is, he didn't go back and watch it, so that's not going to help him.
0: I'm going to go with uh,
1: 1988. 1988. Hmm. All right. right.
2: Jeez. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'll go over. The over. Okay, so I just sp- so you can either go the under
3: or guess a, a specific or if year. you know the oh, exact
2: yeah. year, you get the three points. Yeah,
3: yeah. So I had a specific year in my head. Okay, um, I'm just gonna guess. I'm gonna go 86.
2: 1986. Well, that so, would be the that would that would be the Boston. That would be the Mets, right? Nineteen eighty six was Mets Mets over Red Sox. Red that Sox. Was, yep, Bill, Bill uh, Buckner. Bill Buckner. Nineteen eighty eight was the. Who was eighty eight? I think that was. So that it's got to be eighty five or eighty four. Eighty eight was the Reds. It was nineteen eighty four. Was it. the year so zero? No one. Right. Uh, closest Aww. gets the point. One point, Tyler. Beginner's walk. Nice. So, Nicely done. Nicely done. You know what, though? Hold on. Let me look at that. Because I think if you... Original guess gets the point, right? Ah. If you go under but you miss it. Oh, okay. Is it closest? I don't either. know. I think we should just scratch it. That might be a no. That might be a no point. I think you're right.
1: No point. No either,
2: point. Either Majority. Well, well hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this real quick. Because, no, I mean, if Tyler would have just... He, he had an opportunity to He had to an, do an opportunity to take the under, but he so,
0: didn't. So, so, so why wouldn't you just guess any year every time you ask the under?
2: So should it go to closest, or should it go I think to? I think it should go to no point. No point. So he that cancels your point out, All right. right? No point. Alright. No right. Round two. Connor, you're first. Let's do it. It took only one season for Major League Baseball to fall into a dispute that would result in no World Series being held in 1904. The second gap would be more considerable. In what year did the MLB not hold a World Series for only the second time since 1903?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go 1923.
2: 1923.
3: Tyler. I'm trying to think through my history here. Um, I'm going to guess. I, oh, I go over you under. You can just here. go over under, yeah. Uh, over. 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 Yeah. over.
0: Yeah, it's definitely over. Yeah. I'm going to say 94.
2: 1994. And stealing the three points. Wow. Brandon. It's 1994 <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> this is MLB. This is MLB. Oh,
1: my God. This is MLB, and it's all in the past. This is, this, was, this was made I, to I, go to MLB. I this decided not the to most go with layup?
2: any of the future questions for Ooh, this week. It's, layup. it's
0: basically the year I stopped watching baseball. Who M- layup. <laughs>
2: In what year in the future did Steve Anderson win back to back MVP awards? 2034. That one was, <laughs> that one was easy. Oh, wow. Right. Done. So, That's uh, three points for me. Round, round three, Tyler, you are first. So you guys need three points. So you guys got to, every, guess everybody's year. guessing years on this one. All right. In what year did the Chicago White Sox and Cincinnati Reds meet in infamous World Series where players from the White Sox were alleged to have thrown the series?
3: Oh, man. Um, let's go... Uh, 19, 1947. 1947.
2: Right. I'm going to
0: throw a year out there. Uh, 1918.
2: 1918 and Connor 1920 <laughs> the, the the year was 1919 <laughs> So so I think awful. proximity cancels that out again that with a 3 awful? point win it's Brandon Brandon for the awful. win 3 zip zip <laughs> Wow, that was that was good. You know, we've got a couple of rules things. So I th- oh, you know, I thought. Connor, that. I I'm thought gonna I had invite that. you to a rules committee meeting in the in the coming weeks so we can kind of nail this down. Didn't I f-
0: oh, I feel like I should have had that one. No, yeah. I feel. Like- I don't think six points has been eclipsed.
2: Uh, no, no, right. right. This is awful. I that was good. This.
0: Well, another uh, another good episode in the books. So w- one of the things I wanted to mention at the end of this one is we're gonna have a a bit of a giveaway. Uh, over the course of the next couple of weeks. I, I, I don't know that we have a specific end date. Oh, you know what? It's going to be the end of November. So we're going to be posting a Dick buckkiss helmet, signed, offered to us by the good folks at Raymond Autobody and Jason Zonkowski in particular. Uh, you donated to the show for us to be able to give away. Um, we're going to post the helmet. You have to go on the site. We're not going to... Uh, we're not going to, uh, advertise this except on the podcast and you have to like and comment the post. We're going to enter you into a drawing. We're going to have a couple of people. I think it's five. Did we say Brad? Uh, yep. Yep. Five on a zoom call at a later podcast to give this, uh, to give this thing away. So we're super excited about it. Uh, so, so, so visit the Instagram, get carded page, like the post, comment do we have a specific thing that we wanted people to comment
2: uh yeah what what did we say on that it was just uh it, it, you you it was call a, your comment maybe just it was uh,
0: favorite uh, new guy do you remember tyler uh, anyone it was was it movie was it color crayon color was it crayola tickle me pink <laughs> is that a color it is wow i think we should stick with that crayola crayon color and like the page and then we're going to enter you into the contest so until then ladies and gentlemen thanks for taking the time and hanging out we will see you next week until we